Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash ask Reddit, where we answer the question. Our next reply is from BG's Kinsella. In Cub Scouts, we were doing the Pinewood Derby. I worked really hard on my car. My dad helped, of course. I'd already won the first three rounds, and before the final round, one of the dads of the other kids picked up my car to hand it to me. It slipped out of his hand and broke the wheels when it hit the floor. I'm convinced that it wasn't an accident, and he sabotaged my car so his kid would win. This was over 30 years ago, and I'm still salty about it. (laughs) So... This reminds me of back in high school when I had to go to shop class. And let me be real with you, I absolutely hated shop class. So me being a rebellious teenager, I took every opportunity I have to rebel in some minor way. So (laughs) when it came time to do the derby, the teacher gave us each a block of wood and we were supposed to carve it out into the shape of a car. So while all the other students were trying to carve their block of wood into a really aerodynamic shape, I just left mine as a solid block of wood. Then I added like, I want to say eight wheels to the car, but it could have been six. I don't really remember. And (laughs) I don't know how it happened. It doesn't make any sense, but I actually won. Just this solid block of wood with like six or eight wheels, it won every single race. And the only thing that I can figure is that the axles in all the cars had way too much resistance. So like my car had a lot of resistance too, but it was just so heavy that the friction just didn't matter. So all the other lightweight streamlined cars were just being slowed down by all the friction in the wheels. Meanwhile, mine just plowed straight through to the finish line. (laughs) My teacher was not happy. Our next reply is from Buzzy B. I was feeling sick one day in grade three or four, and the substitute teacher wouldn't let me go to the nurse's office because I didn't look sick enough. I had strep throat. And then beneath that, Clarky adds this comment. I broke my ankle at school. The nurse said I was fine and I was just making it up. I have a ridiculously high pain threshold, so I wasn't bawling my eyes out. I was on crutches for, I think, nearly a month. The same thing happened again when I literally broke my neck years later. School was honestly the worst time of my life. It drove me to try suicide twice. I left off a second story balcony, but I landed in the wood chip garden mulch, so I was badly bruised and dislocated one of my knees, but was otherwise fairly unscathed. I was given detention for showing off and walking in the garden. Our next reply is from ex-Girl Scout. I was in middle school at a friend's sleepover. Her parents were very strict. She and her siblings got pulled out of public school to go to Catholic school, and her parents scared the hell out of me. Anyway, it was probably like 11pm at the sleepover, and her mom hesitantly let us watch the Disney movie Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. I laughed at one part, and even though her parents were awake, they came into the living room to scold me for being too loud. Not long after, I took a drink of water, choked, and started coughing. They called my parents after 11pm to come pick me up because I couldn't behave. They had no regard for my parents being asleep and having jobs to get to early in the morning. They wanted me out for laughing and coughing in the span of about 10 minutes. My parents never let me stay the night at her house again and are still pissed at them for doing that almost 20 years later. Our next reply is from Hedgehoggington. I was at an Easter egg hunt when I was around 6 years old. It was in a big park area with lots of rocks. I saw a little chocolate egg foil glisten and ran over to pick it up. As I reached my hand out to pick it up, a man stepped on my hand to stop me from getting it. Then he called his kid over to find it. And beneath that, Winolo has this story. This reminds me of what happened to me when I was around 10. 
We were on holiday at the beach playing one of those penny pusher machines. They might just be a UK thing. Anyway, me and my brother were working on this one machine that was half pusher, half electronic slot game. The jackpot prize at the time was about 10 packs of Star Wars cards. Anyway, we got the bonus up and hit the jackpot. And while we're celebrating and waiting for it to do its light show and drop the cards, the guy on the machine next to us just leans down and turns our machine off at the plug. We turn it back on, but the machine had reset. No jackpot, no nothing. The guy walks away with a smirk. We got the attendant and explained to him what happened, but there was nothing he could do. In the end, he snuck us a few card packs, probably because I was in tears, mostly through anger. Later, we saw the guy with his kids, really normal looking guy. But he randomly tried to ruin two kids' holidays? WTF! When I was like 9 or 10, I was rollerblading home from my mom's work, right? And I'm hitting down 4th Street, and I find something like $16 on the ground. A 10, a 5, and a single, just laying there on a sidewalk next to some outdoor seating at a cafe. Being the obnoxiously nice kid that I was, I pick it up and kind of look around, wondering if anyone lost their money. That's when this lady in this weird sweater vest comes around the corner. We make eye contact, and I tell her that I found this money, and she goes, Huh, let me see it. And my naive self is like, oh yeah, that makes sense. She's a grown-up. She can sort this out. She looks around, hands me the $1 bill back, puts her finger to her mouth in the shh gesture. Then she just leaves, never to be seen again. And then, to counteract all these depressing stories, we have an uplifting story from Trust and Henry. I had the opposite happen to me. I was about 10 and riding in the car with my mom while driving down a road that paralleled the beach. I spotted what looked like money in the road blowing around in the wind, so mom stopped and I found two $100 bills. Mom sent me down the path to the beach to see if I could see who it might belong to, and there were a couple of guys walking down there in fishing gear. I ask if they're missing any money, and one guy reaches into his back pocket and pulls out some cash, counts it, and says, yeah, he's missing about $500. So I give him the cash I found and he says, I'll split with you however much you find. I went back and looked all over and found one more bill and brought it to him. He gave me 150 bucks. Our next reply is from Throwaway. My mom asked if I wanted to play 52 card pickup while my friends were over. I asked her what it was and she said that I either want to play or don't. I told her I didn't want to play anything if I didn't know what it was. She got visibly irritated and threw the cards on the ground and said, this is 52 card pickup. Pick them up. She then threatened to ground me as she watched me pick the cards up and put them away nicely. I think it was worse because my friends were watching. Our next reply is from Ashley Wren. When I was in like fifth grade, I didn't put a book cover on my math book. It required cutting up a paper bag or something similar, and I just never did it. So my math teacher took away my math book so I couldn't do homework or follow along in class. Like WTF, who does that to a kid? When my mom found out, she went down to the school and raised hell about interfering with my right to an education or something. The school district was terrified of her until I graduated. That just goes to show you that not all Karens are forces of evil. Some are forces of good. Our next reply is from Impressive Story. In elementary school, I used to talk to the lunch lady every day, and then one day I didn't say hi. She came to my lunch table and told me that I was fake, phony, and a few other things, and stopped speaking to me. I still don't understand what her problem was. Our next reply is from Beans on Toast. I had a teacher in kindergarten threaten to expel me because I was sick and didn't show up the day before. She put me on the spot in front of the whole class, telling me not to lie, and that she'd call the principal. I cried in front of the whole class, not knowing what to do. 
Apparently, she wanted to win some attendance award and thought confronting a child was a good idea. Like, bruh, I was effing five. I'm still salty on how she got away with it. Wait, hold up, teachers get attendance awards? That doesn't make any sense because the teachers have no control over the attendance. Like, if a kid gets sick or if there's some sort of family emergency, what does that have to do with a teacher? Our next reply is from OMG Look A Whale. I got in trouble in 6th grade for reading during homeroom. Homeroom was like a random 30 minute period to work on homework, but I always did my homework the night before, so I would just quietly read. For some reason, my homeroom teacher hated it. One day, she just yelled at me for always reading in her class and told me to do my homework. I told her all of my homework was done. She told me to prove it, so I showed her all of my completed homework. Then she confiscated my book and sent me to the principal's office for being disrespectful. I'm still salty about it. OP, you committed the most grievous sin that a student could commit, proving a teacher wrong in front of other people. Our next reply is from Admus. My aunt was always unpleasant or weird with everyone, but always particularly cold to me. One day when I was about 14, she took me aside and said that she'd held a grudge against me because of my name. She'd wanted to call her first daughter my name, but my parents had had a child first and used it. They had no idea she wanted the name, and they aren't the kind of people who would have done it on purpose. She said that she tried really hard and had just about forgiven me for it. I just remember being baffled by it and then feeling sorry for her for being that spiteful, to be honest. But it paled in comparison with all the other crazy, horrible things she did to her own family. Our next reply is from Super Row. One of my uncles was in a years-long fight with my mom. To stir up trouble, anytime he greeted my sister and I, he would tell my sister how beautiful and wonderful she is. And then to me, just say, Oh, you're here too. And then promptly ignore me for the rest of the night. I used to adore him, so this ended with me being extremely hurt and crying to my mom for hours about how I'm ugly and not special. He got his petty revenge on my mother and crushed my self-esteem. Even today, I still don't forgive him for it. I don't blame you, OP. Anyone who punishes a child because they're angry at an adult is a special kind of evil. Our next Reddit post is from Piemaster UK. When I was young, my mom was best friends with one of the neighbors down the street who also had a boy the same age as me. As a result, I played a lot with that boy and was encouraged to be best friends with him. Whenever my mom wasn't around though, his mom was a complete B-word to me. She would come out to where we were playing together and shout at me for some minor trivial thing. If we were doing something bad, only minorly bad, we weren't bad kids, she would blame it all on me and never reprimand her son at all. This was all when I was like 7 or 10 years old, and so I couldn't process it at all and had no idea how to react and it really got to me. I found out years later she was basically jealous because I was doing so much better at school than her son, and she wanted to take me down a peg. Ultimately, the son and I ended up going to different secondary schools and drifted apart, which meant that, fortunately, I stopped having to interact with her. Our moms are still good friends, and she's always been pleasant to me as an adult. She even did the flowers at my wedding. But even 30 years later, I still keep her at arm's length because of how unfairly she treated me as a child. Our next Reddit post is from Green Firefly Girl. My second grade science teacher taught us that there's no food that we eat that doesn't come from plants. He gave the example of a cow. It eats grass, so it comes from plants. He offered $5 to anyone who could find anything that people eat that didn't come from plants and said that no one had ever claimed it. We all went home and thought about it. Kids were saying things like marshmallows, ice cream, candy. I put my hand up and answered, salt. 
He was quiet for a moment and then admitted that I was correct. And no one had ever thought about that before, not even him. And that millions of people around the world eat salt every day. But he refused to give me the $5. Well, no wonder he said that no one had ever claimed it before because he never gave out the prize. Our next reply is from Thimsy. My family had all of our belongings stolen while at the beach when I was young. Included in that stuff was my favorite hat. My only hat. I remember that I loved that hat and wore it every day, everywhere. At that age, it held some big-time sentimental value. The woman who was with us at the time started to antagonize me and make fun about how upset I was. I was only like 6 or 7, and she was laughing at me because my parents lost more valuable things like a digital camera. Which, as an adult, I can understand, but as a kid, I was trying to deal with this great injustice that not even my parents could make better. It was a big deal. This woman pushed and pushed until I yelled at her to go away, leave me alone. Typical out-of-character stuff for me. She reacted like a true Karen and made up this whole thing to me and my mother that I was being rude and disrespectful and was yelling at her and called her names. So my mother punished me. Our next Reddit post is from Chromatic Sunset. It was my dad. He was sleeping and apparently I made a noise when I went to take something from his room so his sleep got disturbed and he couldn't get to sleep after that. So the next morning, he came and poured a whole bottle of water on my face when I was sleeping. I still don't know what the F he was thinking when he did that. Maybe revenge or whatever. But that was such a petty and effed up thing to do to a kid by a grown adult. Our next reply is from Abby Frizzle. For background purposes, my full legal first name is Abby. Just Abby. All four letters, nothing more. My sixth grade social studies teacher one time kept calling out the name Abigail one day. That's not my name, so I didn't respond and was looking for this new mystery person. She gets up and comes to my desk and asks me, Why aren't you answering me? You called out Abigail, not Abby. Abby is short for Abigail. Go to the principal's office for being disrespectful. I went to the principal's office. The principal asked, Why are you here? The teacher called out for Abigail and I didn't respond. Why didn't you respond? My name is Abby, just Abby. He pulls up the record and confirms that I'm not and never have been an Abigail and sends me back to class. My teacher never called on me again. And then beneath that, we have a similar story from Gothwich at Brooklyn. This reminds me of when we had a substitute teacher in class. She said, put your John Hancock here, meaning sign the attendance sheet. Well, <laughs> there was an actual John Hancock in our class. She thought he was being smart, and when he argued that it was his name, she sent him to the principal's office. So, I don't know about OP's school here, but in my school, when someone got in trouble and got sent to the principal's office, the teacher had to write down this little form. So, I imagine this teacher was like, I'm going to send you to the principal's office, but first, take this form. I need to write your name down, so really, what's your name? Uh, <laughs> John Hancock? Our next reply is from Traff the Explorer. In middle school, I was in the hallway during class since I was an office aide and I had a free pass to be in the halls for deliveries. And I was casually kicking this pin cap that was on the floor on the way back from a delivery. This teacher comes over and berates me for a few minutes about kicking the pin cap, about how disrespectful it was, about how I had no pride in my school or keeping it clean. Mostly, he just wanted to scream. I bent down very, very slowly without breaking eye contact, picked up the pin cap, then said, I picked it up. He flew into an even bigger rage, screaming and telling me I was never going to amount to anything, demanding my hall pass. I showed him my office aid badge, and for some reason, that was the final straw. 
You're an office aide? That is not the pride that an office aide should have. He screamed, emphasizing my title as if I'd failed the nation. He escorted me back to the office, screaming the entire way, and parked me in front of the receptionist, who was my supervisor during office eight hours. Tell her what you did, he said. Uh, I kicked a pen cap, I said. I mean the whole thing, he said, face red, veins popping from his forehead. That's the only thing that happened, I said. He seemed to realize that now he was in the presence of a fellow adult and couldn't keep screaming like he had been. The tiny fraction of his personality that was capable of self-analysis and shame surged through just enough to get himself under control. He muttered some things about my terrible attitude and left. I never had him as a teacher. I never knew what his name was or what he taught. And I only saw him once more when he came into the office at the end of the semester, spotted me, and smugly asked, I hope your attitude has improved since the last time I saw you. I rolled my eyes and gave an insincere, yep, sure has. Thanks for turning my life around. He made some more hurtful comments about how I was never going to amount to anything and left. I never found out his name, but I wonder how sad his personal life must have been. How little control must you have in your life if you take a job in middle school so you can power trip on children? That was r slash ask reddit, and if you like this content, then check out my Patreon where I publish podcast episodes that were banned from YouTube. Also, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.